time to control it, but he tried to knock it inside for Monelli. He was tightly marked. And it's Oriali now. Bertone. Will be one, two. Yes, it is. Good move. Oh! What a chance. episode of the Maybe Daily is proudly brought to you by Mint Sports and Lucas Neal's Deep Sea Diving for all your deep sea diving needs. Just a quick prayer before we begin to the Socceroos gods. Of course. May the next month give us nothing but insomnia and yes. prolonged success for the green and gold. Let us pray. In the name, name of, of Timmy. Timmy. Les Murray. Les Murray. <laughs> And, and Aussie, Aussie Huss. Ah, uh, uh, Pen. All right. Well, <laughs> that went way better than We've made it. it. We've made it, Mace. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. You had really low expectations. Shut up! You two morons knock it off! We've got an international incident going on here! Sonny Munn with you here, and with me is none other than the man himself, Professor Mad Cow Disease Freeman, Hello. aka the Colonel. How are you? Aka Pumpkinhead, aka Mastodon. The man really needs a nickname, Mason Termaine. How are you, Mace? I'm good, mate. I am ready to rock and roll with this. Getting more excited by the minute, by the yeah, days, by great. the hours. Yeah. How are you? Fizz levels are through the roof now. They did. I'll admit, it sort of snuck up on me. But um, the last few days of just, yeah, you know what, I've actually, <laughs> I, I won't lie to you, this morning I just spent the morning watching the uh, Uruguay shootout. I swear to God, I swear to God, mate, that that shootout for the rest of my life will give me chills. I was in tears. Never gets old. And Craigie Foster's, nah. Craigie Foster's comment. <laughs> Johnny! Johnny Warren! That means that if John Aloisi... Can score this goal, Australia will be there. Are you sure? I'm trying to do my best. 4 2. 4 2. He wins it for us. John. Here's Aloisi for a place in the World Cup. He scores! Australia have done it! Come on! John Aloisi, the Confederations Cup hero, has done it! Just just blatantly screaming names. He's completely nude in the commentary box, for sure. He's just pants down from the shootout onwards. He's, how bad's his maths in that? It's like, if he scores this, we're through. Are you sure? Like, can you, like, take your socks off if you've got to count, Fuzzy? Far out. Fair so enough. Good. But we're here. We're in Qatar. Not much is known about Qatar. We'll run you through that, listeners, all five of you. You thought Qatar was an acronym, didn't you? True story? It is. I actually looked it up. What's 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 guitar stand for? I was on the dark web and I found out. Quietly avoid the actual reason, Sonny. Quietly avoid the actual reason that they've got this goddamn World Cup. Quietly avoid the actual reason. You know, uh, it reminds me of you know Brad Hogg, the old Australian uh, cricketer. Mm. They use he um someone asked him in the in the Qantas lounge once. He was quite known for his. They were called hoggisms, basically. Though he was known for just saying inane, stupid stuff. And they asked him what Qantas stood for. And after a little bit of musing, he sat there and went, I don't know, but I know the U stands for United. <laughs> Not what? quite hoggy. 
<laughs> what an idiot. Oh, what a loser. What do we know about Qatar? Qatar's about, ooh, 23 times smaller than New Zealand, which is, is uh, quite an impressive feat. There's a population, yeah, the population are around about 85% men due to the migrant workers. Huh. They have, well, let's say deplorable is the right synonym for their human rights. They're human rights abusers. They are paying migrant workers to pretend to be international fans. They corrupted the voting process through FIFA. It's 50 degrees in the desert, so the tournament's been forced to mid-season. <laughs> and they have abhorrent treatment of the LGBTQI plus community. Oh, and uh, about 6,500 migrant workers lost their lives constructing the Schmick New air-conditioned stadia for the event. So clearly a worthy host. But uh, blatant sports washing aside, what else do you know about Qatar, Mastodon? Well, I don't know much, but the only thing that I'll be focusing on this whole World Cup is uh, mm. is one word, and it starts with S and ends with T. It's not, it's not shit, but it's sweat. Okay. Sweat, my friend. <laughs> okay. Every player <laughs> is going to be drenched within the first five You're on minutes. Sweat watch. I just cannot believe... Okay. How hot it's going to be there. These poor English blokes. Harry Kane. <laughs> He'll be half the man I'm after not five about him. minutes. He'll be shocking. Good. Moist. Good. Let's One hope so. That I like that I literally just said six and a half thousand people died. And the first thing you said was, oof, going to be a bit chafy. <laughs> a bit of sweat about. Might want to double up on the talc. That's what's sad about this. <laughs> really nutting out the big issues. I'm going to be honest. They absolutely suck. I hate Qatar. But the biggest thing that I'm going to yeah, have, right. I think, with in every game that we watch... Is my little subject that I like to call moist mitts. Every goalkeeper <laughs> will be, be having blunders left, right, and centre. With the moist ah, oh, so what? The sweat goes sweat through, through the gloves, the gloves into the outside of wow. the glove. Wow! A lot of fumbling, a lot of errors, a bit of Simon Mignolet stuff. A lot of flappy hands. Mignolet fish hands. A bit of flappy hands. All right. I'm really looking forward moist to it. Moist mitts. Keep Let's a keep a look out. Yeah, I like keep it. A tally of all the moist mitts. You're throwing out segments early. I'm loving this. That's great commitment to the cause. All right, we'll keep an eye out for moist mitts. Be careful who you say that in front of. Women hate the word moist. So this is going to be a bit of a preview pod. The time slots are just exactly where you want them. Exactly where you want them midweek when you're working. Mm. You've got uh, 9 p.m., midnight, 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. So uh, just such an absolute treat for everyone. Right, Group A, we're looking at hosts, Qatar, or as the Seppos call them, Qatar. Have you noticed that? Americans calling them Qatar. Oh did hear that what a is, couple of weeks ago. Yeah. What is with Qatar? Yeah. And they're just good with oh, it. They're just rolling they, with it. I don't know. What's the go? Because USA, USA, we're number one. They roll with whatever. Mate, they, they go to the world saying Colin for Colin Powell. <laughs> Your name's Colin, mate. <laughs> Calm down. And while we're there, it's Craig, not Craig. It's <laughs> aluminium. And the word second ends in a D. <laughs> Mate, have you said? Wait a second. Wait a second. Should we do another podcast about for America? We'll get to their group soon. Oh no, we can. We, we, mate, we've got a month. We will be wedging in a lot of loathing of anyone that's not the Socceroos. We haven't point. even. I literally have listed one team. I've listed one team, and we're abusing another country from a different group. It's going well. If you look at the numbers, if you look at what's happened with Hispanic with African-American, with Asian, and just look at what's happening. This is a party. Group A. Yeah. Qatar. 
Qatar, Ecuador, Netherlands, Senegal. All right. So we're looking here. Obviously, we've got the hosts. Yeah. The hosts are going to be sweating it up. We've got Netherlands, the three-time losing finalists. Mm. They're probably pretty happy with the group. Mm. Ecuador. They actually, Ecuador qualified fourth in South America, pipping uh, Peru, who the mighty Socceroos defeated. Right. Also Colombia and Chile, so not too shabby. And then there's the Senegalese. So what do you like in this group, mate? I actually like Senegal, but it all really depends on Sadio. I like to say Sadio the way the Scousers do. I actually think Sadio Mane. Sadio Mane is actually, um, even though he's left Liverpool, I'm still, I'm a little bit heartbroken, but he is the man up front for them. But I think they've got a pretty good spine, Sonny Mun. They've got... Matt Mendy in goal, who's a gun. And then they've got from Napoli, that's Cinebuck. I thought you were about to bust into a little bit of... Is that when they go the long ball? Is that when they go the... Well, just, I was just looking him up and I actually was like, hang on, these guys are actually alright. And then got Gooey in midfield. Gooey plays in the Premier League. He's a pretty good player. And then Gooey. the boss, the main boss up front, Sadia. But the injury cloud is the big issue with them. If he plays... Yeah, on, so yeah. so for anyone unaware, we should we should enlighten people. Mm. So Mane, Sadio, <laughs> Sadio has actually... He's done something to his... Uh, is it his fibula? Yeah. He's done something to his leg. Where's your fibula? Is that like your shin, your calf? It's not a good one. It's not a good one to get. From what I'm reading, he That's has been... That's what you get picked. when you host a tournament mid-year. <laughs> he has been he picked, has. but he will probably miss the opening game against the Netherlands. So sure. they'll be looking to pick up points against the hosts and, uh, and Ecuador, obviously. Oh, oh, yeah. I think a little bit for Senegal, too. Let's, let's not shy away from the Senegalese manager. I think he is a good tournament manager. He won on the African Nations. But also, potential sleaze watch. Oh, potential. yes. So what I wanted to work on during the tournament is who is the sleaziest. Totally. Who is the most Dracula-looking coach. I'm, I'm right into that. 100%. I can I can give you a bit of manager watch right now. I didn't realise, uh, <laughs> admitting our lack of research, but the Netherlands are managed by Louis van Gaal, oh, yeah. ex-Man uh, United. Mm. And I was all ready to rail against the man because he's, he's got a head like a bloody half-sucked twist. <laughs> um, but he's basically on... Have you heard this story? He's on death's door. He's got fucking... Hey, you're going to wish you hadn't laughed, mate, because the guy's going to die <laughs> like any day. Nah, he's got aggressive... Way, way to bring the... So far, we've, we haven't mentioned anything about the football, but we've given shit to the Seppo's pronunciation and mocked a man with cancer. There is going to be a he's lot of death um, in this group because you haven't got me on Qatar yet. A lot of beheadings are going to happen with them if they don't win a game. So... The group of death takes on whole new meaning. It's so, so sad. No, he's, he's got aggressive <laughs> prostate cancer. So, um, really, without being cynical, yeah, yeah, the poor bastard. Wow. That sort of stuff can galvanise a team. The other thing about the Netherlands, forgetting the quality of players, they always have good quality players, yeah. the Netherlands, yeah. and underperform. Yes. But in terms of the names, I don't want to talk big names as in quality players, but I want to talk names. <laughs> like, some of the great names of the tournament. Absolutely. Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> We've got Virgil. We got Daily Blind, <laughs> Memphis Depay, Frankie De Jong, not Frankie, Frankie, but uh, my favourite full name, Denzel Justice Morris Dumfries. <laughs> so many words. Yeah, just the name. I wouldn't want to have a cup of tea with. I them. actually thought the best name. It's funny you say that because I actually think the best name of the tournament is Gakpo for Netherlands. Gakpo. <laughs> The winger. <laughs> the winger. He's been playing really well. Gakpo. And I just saw that name and was like, I just could not stop saying it. 
Gakpo. I reckon I've had a few heavy nights on the Gakpo. <laughs> so my picks are definitely Senegal. Well, hang on a minute. Okay, okay, hang okay, on okay, a minute, okay, okay, right? Okay, okay. Because yes. anyone can do their picks, and there's some groups where it's pretty obvious, all right, ne- Netherlands, Senegal. So if it's all right with you, mm-hmm. I want to do our picks a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I will just take the favourites because I'm a jerk. Mm-hmm. But I want to basically pose a question to you, a hypothetical, if you will, or something, <laughs> about each group, and then that's who we pick. Okay. Okay? Okay. This sounds good. So group A, we've got Qatar, Ecuador, Equator. Netherlands, and Senegal. Mm-hmm. I want you to try and name the capital cities. Oh, my goodness gracious. Do you know the... Ca- no Googling, mate. No Googling or anything. Do you know the capital of Qatar? Saudi Arabia. Incorrect. They're not going through. Qatar and... You know that's, what? No, I no, just, no, that's I, what it is. It's Qatar, Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia. They're connecting suburbs. And Saudi Arabia, luckily, they just let them in. Qatar let them in. That's what's happened here. You, well, you don't know geography? Oh, righto. You're, you're a geography boffin now. Right, well... Let me know how your geopolitical <laughs> podcast goes, man. It's probably going better than this one. Capital of Ecuador. Um, middle, mid, mid, something to do with equator. Mid, mid, the. Do you know what? I actually, <coughs> actually went to school with an Ecuadorian named Juan, who was a really good four square player. Just a random thing. There. Okay. I asked him and said, hey. Take, taking it to the corner with the stats early. <laughs> <laughs> what a great stat. Wow, heavy on the stats, this pod. We know a bloke called Juan. (laughs) What was his what was his Foursquare like style? Did he do that? Because I can't stand the kind of cupping and then flick of the wrist. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to play a bit of. No, he was really good at greasies, as we called them. Greasies, the ones that are really low to the ground, the like sliders that you can't get near. Those real fat bangers, just straight down. We called them greasies. Greasy. They call them cleanies in Ecuador. It's a different game. <laughs> okay, so Qatar and Ecuador. Qatar and Ecuador are gone. Mm. This one, you're a chance. Netherlands. Do you know the capital of the Netherlands? Amsterdam. Or Holland, depending on where you're from. <laughs> Amsterdam, <laughs> yes! It's a country right next to Belgium. No, that's the Netherlands. Holland is the Netherlands. Then who are the Dutch? <laughs> All right, the Dutch are going through. The Dutch okay, are going through. And then here. the capital... The capital of Senegal um, is um, um, centre um, of Senegal. That's the name of it. It's like a shopping, right, so like a shopping centre so in Senegal. That's the capital. Senegal Centro is not the uh, not the capital, so we're going to have to go to a fallback because at the moment only one team's going and through. When you're in the shopping centre, all um, those players, a la 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 long, a la la, just on repeat, <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> Is that when you're in Dakar, perhaps? <laughs> Clue? Is that when you're in Dakar? Dakar Rally. Oh, well done, mate. Yes. Well done. All right. The Dutch and Senegal. I'll make a note of that. Then who are the Dutch? <laughs> right. next up, we've got Group B and... <laughs> what a doozy. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. <laughs> Group B, England, Wales. Stop it. And USA, Iran. <laughs> Honestly, short of short of wedging in a game of State of Origin, this has got to be the greatest rivalry group of all time. Unbelievable. Iran, USA is just... It's like... It's, uh, yeah. But you know what? The, the, the other thing is, mm. so they play, they play rivalry around the last game, so it could decide who goes through, Wales versus England and mm. Iran versus USA. Yeah. It's a bit like having, say, like the Roosters and South Sydney Rabbitohs in a group and also Carlton and Collingwood. <laughs> like... 
They've only really got one game in mind, don't they? Like, they're not thinking, oh, geez. Like, Wales aren't going in going, we've got to smash Iran. Whatever we do. They don't know who else got is to in take the group. them down. They don't know. They only we've know got to take them down for bragging rights. <laughs> they only think there's, they have no idea. there's only one other team in this group. That's what Wales thinking. It's England. Mate, so Wales, Wales are my boys. I'm all on board. Yeah, I actually, I, I think England, as, as painful as it is, will cruise this group. I just think they've got... I don't. I don't. I think they're gone. And I, I think they'll shit the bed and rightfully and so. And you know what? I hope I hope it comes down to penalties and Ivan Tony not being picked haunts them. That would be really, really oh. sweet, wouldn't it? Just if they had Tony. And Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire missing his pen, but oddly using his head. So just deciding <laughs> to head it from 12 yards. <laughs> like slip and, and sli- slip and slides from the centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the way down. He puts a shitload of Ajax down <laughs> on a tarp from the centre from the centre circle. And here comes and Maguire. just body slides his. You know what? It might go in. It might actually go in. Dips himself and he maybe sh- that's what he's been picked for. Southgate's on. Does he's savvy? Southgate. Oh yeah, he's, he's very savvy. savvy. Big big tub of veggie oil, and he just dips himself in it and slides. Yeah, slides. Yeah, in. the classic Maguire <laughs> manoeuvre. Now I'm on Wales. It's their first World Cup in fifty odd years or sixty odd years. I think fifty eight was the last time they were there. But I genuinely like their chances of, of progressing here. Okay, this is a, a, a relatively even group, really. I think because of the rivalries, mm. and it's also technically the toughest. Uh, all four teams ranked in the top twenty mm. of FIFA's rankings. So they're either uh, you know, getting results or palming the right hands. Iran? They are, wow. mate. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. yeah, I think USA I might b- be bottom of this table. They've got a they've got a bloke called Tim Ream, and I actually think they will be every game they play. Going to get reamed, absolutely reamed. But yeah, I think I think England Wales. Okay, well, I think so. Just just to run through them, mm. we we know enough about England. We can give them grief throughout the entire tournament. Yep. The Iranians. This is uh, what is their, they've been at the last three. This is their sixth World Cup, but they've never progressed through the group stage. They do have a manager that loves a World Cup, though. Uh, Portuguese Carlos Quérez. He's managed. He's a bit of a journeyman, mate. Yep. He's managed Portugal, the UAE, South Africa, Iran, Colombia, Egypt, and back to Iran. Absolute and human. And he's been cruise mate, ship. He was a he was a cruise ship galore. He's just <laughs> one in every bay, mate. Just <laughs> drop an anchor. Mm. I I have a bit of a soft spot for Iran, which is not a sentence most people say. I'll, I'll reframe it. They've got a striker. I don't know about if you know uh, Azmoon, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Mm. Sardar Azmoon. He's been under this heavy scrutiny and backlash because basically he's been criticising the Iranian government, which is a little bit of a no-no over there, mm. um, just generally against their treatment of Iranian women, uh, most notably Masa Amini, she's this 22-year-old who was killed in police custody for not wearing her uh, hijab. And he made these these comments on Twitter saying he'll defend the rights of women and blah, blah, blah. And there's been backlash saying he shouldn't be picked. So there's a little bit of infighting. The Ayatollah himself actually blamed the USA for all the protests <laughs> recently over her death. So Perfect. safe to say there's a bit of spice in this one. When, you, when your formation is 442 Ayatollah, <laughs> you've got a little bit of spice in it. I love that. Oh, England, Iran. Well, you don't get to choose, mate. Mm-hmm. So we've got another question. Okay. If two of these countries were in an arms race, which two do you think would win that war? Okay. My instinct went to... <laughs> okay. When you said... An, surely a no-brainer. <laughs> when you said arms race, I thought of two people, their yeah. arms tied together and like um, a sack race, you know, and two people jump in the sack. Okay. Let's... let's no, that's perfect. First, first idea, best idea. <laughs> Two Poms, two Iranians, two Yanks, and two Welsh people. Who would win 
an arms race. I think the Iranians, I think they're just savvy enough. They've been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they've got the ticket to the... <laughs> you know what, guys? We can win this arms slash sack race because as a nation, we've been through a lot. I think I... Well, in their name is... Yep, I, no, they want it more. Iran is in their name, so I'm going with... Oh, I, very yeah, true. Yeah, very, very true. I think I'm going to go now with this question. I think England and Wales are just mm. going to be on the flight back home pretty early. I think it's going to be Iran and the US of A. Iran with and the USA. Yeah, Oof. with Remy. Remy in the arms with race. Remy. Reem and, um, They've also got old uh, Captain America, Christian Pulisic yeah, up front. Yeah, I reckon Pulisic and Remy would be pretty good in an arms race tied together. But I, yeah, okay. I'm thinking Iran right. USA, ironically. Very good, yeah. very good. Well, that's that's Group B out of the way, so uh, let's just take a quick message from our sponsor for today's podcast, and we'll be back with Groups C and D. Today's episode of the Maybe Daily is brought to you by Lucas Neal's Deep Sea Diving. Ever since we lost to the Azuri... Back in Kaiserslaut in 06, I've never been the same. Fabio Grosso going down in the box that day kick-started a lifetime obsession with diving. Come on down to Lucas Neal's Deep Sea Diving for all your diving needs. Special bonus offer, Italians dive for free. Oh, referee! Please note, Italians diving for free. I only receive a one-way ticket and may not return back to shore. Okay, thanks, Lucas. Appreciate the support. Group C. <laughs> Group C, Mastodon. We're looking at Argentina, Mexico, Poland, and Saudi Arabia. So, what are your thoughts here initially? Uh, it's an interesting group. I think Argentina, by far, are the powerhouse of the group, but it's got the classic Mexicans. Who always show up for the big dance. They're always a quality side, and I always rate them. So I'm thinking the Saudis are just going to sweat the whole time. That's going to be one of the sweat meter for me. I'm just going to be watching them and constantly... The Saudis are going to sweat. See, I go the other way. They're they're used to it. No, 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 but they sweat... The Polish... The Poles aren't going to know what's hit them. Yeah. And trust me, they've they've been through a lot. (laughs) They, They will not know what's hit them. Everyone's been through a lot in this group. Too actually. soon? I think everyone's been through. Oh, a lot. I know. I think Group C is a really, yeah. a really dramatic group. There's a lot of heartache. I think, I think Mexico. I think it's the South Americans are going to do it. You know, despite the fact they're in Central America. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to make Central- it. <laughs> <laughs> you boys like Mexico? Yeah! I'll tell you a little Mexican story I had recently that um. I told is it about a bloke playing Foursquare? Because I'm all ears. <laughs> is, is, it, is, it, is it Juan's main rival? <laughs> Unfortunately not, but now Mexicans are big food in Australia here. And I've, I go around saying I'm like the biggest Mexican food fan by a mile. And Mel said, oh, why don't for your birthday we get like real traditional Mexican? So your tamales, mm. your real thing. Thinking, yeah, that sounds good, sounds good. Too authentic. Way too authentic. Hated it. Way- <laughs> so... Like, what are you, no hang taste, on. way what, too... <laughs> too much culture. Way too much... Way too authentic. Way too much culture. Too authentic, way too earthy. Like, I unwrapped the tamale from the leaves and ate it. I was like, <coughs> now what I realised, I'm just a bogan western Aldo Gringo. Paso. You're a gringo, mate. 
Old El Paso. Yeah, yeah. Old El Paso. Talk. You know, the other thing is about tacos is whenever you go for tacos, people are like, oh my God, they're so cheap. They're so cheap and they're still charging you know, like eight bucks. I'm like, they should be fucking way cheaper. There is nothing. <laughs> like they're mass producing grated cheese and guacamole and just whipping it. They're pissing themselves out the back. Bruno down at my local Mexican joint is one of the richest blokes I know. <laughs> Waiter, there you are. I will have the enchilada platter with two tacos and no guacamoles, mate. That's it. I'll take a chinchilla. I don't get it. Tacos? They think I'm Mexican. You're not Mexican? Just for the five listeners at home, so we've got the Argentinians, obviously, highly fancied chance. I think they could go all the way. Yeah. Um, Messi on his fifth World Cup, Can which he is do incredible. It? Can he do his it, His best Mom. Johnny Farnham. I'd love it. I'd love it. The Argentinians are actually on a 35-game unbeaten run, which is only two away from the all-time record. Quiz question, who holds that all-time record? Diego Maradona. What, he won 37 on his own? Absolutely. Shit. Surely. That's I think impressive. there's a 30 for 30 coming no, out. No, it's a little team called Italy. Remember them? Oh. Boof, eat my goal. Obviously, the Italians won't be going too far this tournament. Um, obviously, some key players for uh, for the Argentinians. They're stacked. You've got your Messi, teams. Di Maria, Tabala. Yeah. We won't get into it. Romero and Otamendi at the back of Ponfire as well. Benfica are killing it, so he's doing well. And, um, yeah, I can't wait for the Socceroos to break their hearts in the round of 16 <laughs> when we slip up and come second in our group. I actually think... You um, know what? I also like Argentina's purple kit. They've got a purple away kit that's pretty yeah, schmick. Right. I actually think... Yeah. They're stacked up front. They are so stacked. But I actually think golden, my golden boot favorite, which we'll talk about later, is Lataro mm. Martinez up front for them, for in the Inter player. Wow, I like it. Dark horse. Yeah. I was a bit of a Forland fan a few oh, World Cups yeah. back. And he was a dark horse that came through. Um, they're also unbeaten in thirty-three games or something. It's ridiculous. Were you listening when I literally said that stat like thirty <laughs> seconds ago? I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> Well, geez, it goes well for anyone else with their headphones in right now. If the bloke I'm actually talking to wasn't paying attention. What we've got here is failure to communicate. So we've got Poland as well. Sort of underachievers, but just being there is great. I mean, the key for them is they've got one of the greatest strikers of all time in Robert Lewandowski. But can Lewandowski actually convert his club form on the international stage for once? Um... Probably not, because mm. he probably doesn't have the service. No. For the Polish team, one of the great names. Yeah, you've got mm. your Lewandowskis, you've got your Szczesnys, you've got all these fancy Polish names, and then you've got one guy there in the squad, Matty Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe it when I read it. Matty, Matty Cash. Cash. He's a right back for Aston Villa or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you're going through the names and you're just like, hang on, what's going on here? Matty Cash. I went to school with the Matty Cash. Matty, oh. How big was your school? He was in the jack position in Foursquare. Me, Matty Cash. <laughs> me, Matty Cash and Juan. We need your tips here, mate. So, Group C hypothetical. Mm. For the next four years, you're a cop. And you have to go undercover in a major sting operation. <laughs> right? You've got to embed yourself with the enemy in one of these countries and are able to retreat and get away from it all, like just like to sort of calm down, just for like a month or so at a time, mm. to one other country. So you've basically got to be like on and off 11, 10 to 11 months undercover in either Argentina, mm. Mexico, mm. Poland, mm. or Saudi Arabia, 
And then to unwind, you can bugger off to one of those other ones. So where are you the undercover cop in the sting operation? I'd, I'd have to go Mexico, but you know what I'd get caught okay. out with if I started eating there? Some traditional Mexican, and they'd realise that I'm not Mexican <laughs> because they'd realise, oh, this guy's not liking his tamales. What the hell? I think that's a good move for you. Mexico's a good move for you. you got the moustache. You'd fit in. Initially, I was thinking Poland, and I kind of think you'd go well there too now that I know they, they let Matty Cash get away with it. You could use your real name. True. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd go Mexico and then down to the unbeaten in 33 games. Central, I'd go, Argentina. I'd go from south to south or central to central, where the fuck yep. they are in America. All right, so that's Group C out of the way. Yeah. Are we ready? Are we ready for the big one? Alrighty then. All right, Group D is the mighty, mighty, mighty Socceroos. We've got some mob called France, Denmark <laughs> and Tunisia. So straight off the bat, all Australian games, here they are. The Aussies take on reigning world champions, France. We should nick a draw there. That's 6am on Wednesday the 23rd, Australian Eastern Time, obviously. So <laughs> Socceroos versus France, 6am Wednesday. Yeah. The way I see it, we, we sneak up on them and pip a draw there. Piece of cake. <laughs> then we've got the blockbuster. And not often you say Socceroos versus Tunisia is a blockbuster, but this is the game we're going to pick up all three points. And it is at the cracking time slot of 9pm Saturday night. November 26. So that is going to be what absolutely sensational. Oh, the best. And then we're going to sit back and watch Australia oh, just do whatever they want because we've already qualified uh, against Denmark <laughs> at 2 in the morning on Thursday, December the 1st. So let's just quickly run through the opposition because we know we're going to talk all month about the Socceroos. France obviously won it last time yep. around. They're missing a couple of key players in the midfield. No Pogba, mm. no Kante. Only leaves them with the likes of Ballon d'Or winner Benzema or, you know, Kylian Mbappe, Griezmann, Giroud, Dembele. Um, Lloris will, he'll gift us a goal. Uh, so we can pip them. Then you've got Denmark, ranked 10 in the world. Equality They're as really well. They're, they were sentimental favourites. Yeah. Sentimental favourites in the Euros when, um, when Ericsson went down and, and that was pretty intense. But they're the enemy now, so bugger him. Schmeichel in goal. What's, hey, this kind of missed me by for the first few weeks of the Premier League. Yeah. What's the story with him just leaving Leicester? Did he? He didn't leave, did he? Yeah, like requested to leave. He was the skipper and he just shot through and was like, right, I copy Young Yusuf Polson, the uh, RB Leipzig striker. He's impressive. And if, if you don't know his name now, yeah, you'll, you'll know it later. His name is Robert Paulson. Come on, guys. His please. name Stop it. is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. They got a really good midfielder, Delaney yeah. from Sevilla. Real tough nut. Yeah, right. He can play. Well, yeah. It's it's probably a good thing that we would have already qualified by the yeah, time that's we played. Yeah, that's a good them. point. Looks oh, handy. I'm so nervous, man. It's just the good thing about I've been reading about France is that bit of um hoo ha between the squad. I think Mbappe won't even get in team photos at the moment. So there's a bit of something going on there. Yeah, but when, mate, that's just. Being French, like, like when have they ever had yeah, that sort of chemistry? Yeah. Which I think that the best time to get them is in in game one because they're going to come into their own at some stage. Yeah, true. And That's a good point. I didn't think if, that. if we can just sneak up on them early, it'll be sensational. So the Socceroos squad, <clears throat> I guess it, you can't really have too many surprises when you don't know half the blokes. But uh, <laughs> so true. It's like who's that guy? There's a lot of, you know, usually look at... Scots? A lot of Scots. Scots. But you usually look at the previous World Cup squads and there's about four or five guys that you're like, yeah, always picked, always picked. But this team, it's just... 
It's bizarre. I don't know who to pick. Langerak was a bit of a harsh one because, you know, Arnie said, hey, can you come out of retirement for us? And he went, oh, okay. He goes, I need you to come out of retirement. He goes, oh, all right. And he said, yeah, you're not getting picked. <laughs> um, and then for us personally, no Sainsbury. I understand the lack of minutes, but, yeah, big loss, Tesco. Big, big, big loss for us mm. personally. Big fan. Massive loss. Yeah, I just, uh, it's just I'm going to be sick the whole 90 minutes. Just sick every game. But I just... I think we can get something out of the Tunisia game for sure. Nerves are good. They show you care. That's right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? We've got to keep our composure. We've come too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. That's the roadmap. We pinch a draw early. We beat Tunisia. And then we let France do the rest or whatever it happens. I, I get a sneaking suspicion. France will either go just about all the way or lose in the group stages. So we've got Matty Ryan skippering goal. Yep. He's just constantly screaming. Um, <laughs> love Matty. Um, absolutely hurling it to the defensive line. I do rate Matty Ryan. I'm not worried about the Langerak drama, but I actually think this quoll, this pick of quoll that they've picked. Oh, Gain. yeah, the quoll, excitement mate. machine. He's got a hat-trick so let, let's, I mean, we don't know any starting lineups because we're useless, yep. but... Generally, in defence, you'd think as is Bayich will be there. He's had 50-odd cats. You've got Harry Sutar, Kai Rolls, maybe Bailey Wright. Yeah. Um, some prominent midfielders like Aaron Moy under Ange's tutelage. Yeah, Moy's a... Jackson Irvine. Yeah. Um, I mean, Aiden Hustick's going to be flying down. Cam Devlin might fly down the wing. He's yeah. got a bit of pace. But it is our strikers that they're a bit like a puzzle. They, they look good, but they fall to pieces in the box. So we basically have, like... Awea Mobile, who I love. Matt Leckie, who just sprints and then blazes it over the bar. Yeah. And then you got Martin Boyle, Cummins, and uh, and I guess Jamie McLaren. But yeah, Garen Quoll, I mean, going to be the youngest to score since Pelé when he bangs in the winner against Tunisia. So he's he's our he's our excitement machine for everyone at home. He's the quick game breaker off the bench, basically. Do you reckon the Socceroos, like when we were younger, it was a, sort, a lot of kind of Croatian expats and, and, and things like that. And... We're starting to sort of, we're going more African and I love it, African and sort of Scottish based. Yeah. We'd have to be one of the more multicultural teams going around, which is pretty cool because we're, we're basically relying on the homegrown talent of Nairobi-born Thomas Deng, <laughs> uh, Cro- Croatian-raised Milos Deganak and Fran Karasic. We've got them at the back and then we've got the Scottish-born Martin Boyle and Jason Cummings to bang them in with a South Sudanese refugee really born is, in Kenya it? in Awa Mobile. And then our excitement machine is an Egyptian-born game changer in Quoll, like coming off the bench. <laughs> okay, now where's me meat pie, boys? <laughs> I look, I'm all. How I'm, good? I'm all in on this squad, but oh, it's just no, no buts, okay, no okay. buts, no ifs, no maybes. We are going all the way. Yeah, true. We're all in. It's happening. So tip time. Who goes through in second place after the Socceroos? Um, if you had to cage fight. Someone from one of these countries, <laughs> anyone, just like a French person, a Tunisian or a Dane, mm. who would you back yourself to beat in a cage fight to the death? Well, it's funny you ask this question, Sonny. I actually... Um, well, have you been, have you been cage fighting with, with been Juan? I have cage fighting recently. And something happened to me while I was in Paris years ago. <clears throat> I got the uh, Eurostar from London to Paris, forgot my passport, got interrogated for two hours and while I was trying to get into another country without a passport... Little did I know that a train goes into another country, being the ignorant Australian that I was. So I sat in an interrogation river. Was. <laughs> so I went home. Yeah, you've, the... you've, come on, you've come on in leaps and bounds, mate. 
What was the capital city of France when you were there last? 33 wins in a row. You couldn't believe it. Uh, so I got interrogated. Went back home, got my passport, got on the Eurostar, went to Paris. Went to a pub. Thirsty. Asked the mm. barman. Mm. Eight, eight euro a beer. Nine euro if you want to sit outside. Old ignorant mace over okay. here had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Why do I have to pay an extra euro to sit outside with this beer? Good <laughs> 10 minute argument with this man. And in the end, I realized and said to him, Oh, it's an extra euro to sit outside. And all he said to me was, Alleluia. And walked away. <laughs> this is the man that I've been training for my whole life. I'm flying back. Oh, mate, he's going he's gonna to be in your head before you get in the cage. Every time. Way in your head. But hang on, how's the irony of him just trying to convince you to go outside and you're going to lock him in a cage and fuck in the cage? When I'm going to knock him out, I'm going to go have a beer outside you're the gonna cage. You're going to go outside of it. What are you going to say as you lean over his twitching corpse? Alleluia, you French prick. You want another bit of hope? Want another little bit of hope here? I'm going to take it to the corner with some stats oh, here. here we go. Four of the last five defending World Cup champs, Mace, oh have been eliminated in the group stages Holy in the following tournament. <laughs> that is a stat. Hey, hey, taking it to the corner. It's You're really guilty. annoying. It's so Four good out annoying. of five. That's really interesting. I know. That's nearly nearly 80%. That's crazy. All right, so that's our first four done and dusted. The soccer is obviously going on to win the whole thing. Good to know who you're going to cage fight and that you can't name any capital cities. <laughs> but uh, I look forward to seeing you in Mexico as an undercover cop. Your secret is safe with me. And I don't listen. <laughs> no, mate. Not the only one. All right. <laughs> On that, though, if, if anyone out there is actually listening, and I sincerely apologise if you are, feel free to tell your friends, your enemies, your school teacher, your school students, your tram driver, anyone you like, because you know what? One guy tells another guy something, and then he tells two friends, and they tell two friends, and they tell their friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. You know how these things go. And if you'd like to get in touch with us here at the Maybe Daily, maybe ask a question or shoot some sort of inspiration our way, some sort of no doubt positive suggestion, feel free to shoot us an email at maybedaily at mintsports.com.au. That's maybedaily at mintsports.com.au. That's also the website you'll be able to find a free FIFA World Cup tipping competition, mintsports.com.au slash play, forward slash, backslash. It's top right to bottom left. That'd be back, wouldn't it? mintsports.com.au backslash play fantastic tipping comp that one absolutely free loads of prizes loads of merch lots of tickets lots of kudos and backslapping keep yourself awake all night with all your correct tips all right well signing off i guess that's the first four groups done and dusted mace absolute pleasure to talk with you i think we'll come back tomorrow maybe yeah. we'll try and come back and do the next four your chance thank you sonny mum no dramas mate love you stay mint And we're good to go. What is the capital of Ecuador? Uh, That's a pretty good question. (laughs) It is... (laughs) I I ask him, man. Do you think Eddie Maguire knows the million-dollar question? (laughs) Fuck off. 
Quito, Quito, it's something with Q. Quito or something. I know Dakar. I know. What? <laughs> what? Quito. Quito. <laughs> Am I making that up? It's Juan. probably Quixo or something. The capital? Uh, Quito. Let's play. <laughs> Let's play four. I play king. You play queen. Just like home in Quito. Oh, cool, Juan. Cool. You're going to eat those last few Shamboy barbecue chips? I'll have them. Is that a buttered roll? Oh, 